Hey, it's White Boy Chris. We are airing another encore presentation of a former bonus episode. Most of you have never heard one of the funniest episodes in the Pat Down recordings. We upload two extra episodes every month and have for gosh, at least over a year. So there's a lot of Pat Down that you haven't heard. So make sure you sign up for the Patreon at $5 or up and you'll get all that bonus material. We will be back soon and we'll we'll get caught up in in all the extra content. The TV show is a lot of work. So uh, they are working day and night on this thing. And so we're just a little behind on uh, recording episodes. But you benefit because you get to see hear awesome episodes that you've never heard before. So make sure you sign up for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the pat down. Did you watch the video of that that guy fucking that chicken? Yes. <laughs> what the, why the fuck would you send that to us? What the First fuck? First of all... Did, uh, 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 did you see the chicken's face? <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, get, you could tell that chicken had been fucked by him before. You could cause he was like this nigga. Again. Yeah, that chicken was like, God damn it, not again. <laughs> <laughs> that chicken was like, I mean, it was a rooster too, wasn't it? Yeah, he was sticking his cock in a cock. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I probably watched ten percent of the videos you guys send. For some reason, I cl- I only clicked on that one because Dion goes, what the fuck, Miss Pat? And I wish I hadn't done it because it's this guy leaned up against a wall, and it's, he just grabs a chicken, and he's butt-ass naked, and just with his tiny little dick starts fucking... sitting fuck- on a crate. He fucks this it. chicken. And it, dude, you could tell he had fucked that chicken before, because that chicken didn't even fight. He's like, this nigga just going to keep raping me. <laughs> oh, they took the video down. Yeah, good, yeah, because he's fucking a chicken. <laughs> good. My God. <laughs> I was so... Did Quisha send you that video? Quisha did. Of course. course. Of course. <laughs> if it's bestiality, it's coming from Quisha. Oh, uh, I'm like... But the chicken looked like this nigga again. He, the chicken to me look like a married person to him who who have to fuck him because they're married, but they really don't want to fuck him. Right. That's what the chicken looked like to me. Like I, I was like, poor chicken. And then the thing was, his little dick kept slipping out. It's nothing like having a sex with a motherfucker and they dick keeps sli- slipping out. All they do is prolong the sex that you already didn't want. And and he was like, God, like, I don't have that problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tune into the video, ladies. He's wearing gray sweatpants today. Uh, he was like, aggressively and then he'd stop for like 10 seconds and then it's like what is it i wonder wonder, did he nut in that chicken i hope he don't eat that chicken why would you fuck a chicken if you're not gonna nut in it oh god (laughs) i mean you gonna put eggs in an egg i mean if you're gonna fuck something you want to nut in it right yeah, there's no point in fucking it if you're not gonna come. What, that's why they, <laughs> that's why they got the coronavirus. Right. That is so fucking disgusting. I felt so sorry for that chicken. I was actually trying to call the police on him. <laughs> like, can you get this nigga fucking his hand? I want to know who filmed it. Was it his was it, camera? I, th- I or thought was that some... like just it had bros hanging well, was out. Was it fucking a hand? I don't know what kind of. He chicken had the it thing. Was. The, wasn't it? Well, a he hand? wouldn't fuck a cock. That'd be gay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the problem. That's the, I'm like, he's turning this fucking chicken gay. No, it's down. Yeah, they, no, I thought that too. Like, they're, the, who is who is filming this and then uploading it to the internet? Going, you guys got to see what Chuck's up to. Jesus, Jesus Christ! I feel so sorry for that damn chicken. Y'all stop fucking eating animals, okay? They're not. That's it's just not right. It's just not. Some people can't take all that dick. So, th- did you hear about that, that that doctor who was ha- putting condoms on kids? What? 
it was part of, so you go in to get a physical. These like middle schoolers and high schoolers would go into this doctor's office and he had a condom stash. Okay. So he would quote unquote say, this is how you wear a condom, but really he would be jacking the kids oh, up. Oh, God. And they caught him. Good. This fucking, uh, what's Dr. Jonathan Cavins? Here he goes. Holy shit. So he would, look like he, he was, uh, he was nice looking. Jacking off kids. Wow. Under the guise of showing them how to wear condoms. How old are these kids? Middle schoolers. Like, first of all, he was like, you shouldn't be showing middle schoolers how to put on condoms. They shouldn't be having sex. He was a pediatric. Yeah. So you would go in for a physical so you could play sports or whatever. And then he would get in your business like, oh, so are you having sex? Do you know how to wear a condom? You know what's fucked up? I don't know how long this went on, but like that probably went on for like, what, 25 years? No, he's a young doctor. I hope not. He's facing seven counts of molesta- molesting five juvenile male patients. Two male patients testified on their version of fi- uh, the physical with Cav. What was his name? Cavins, where he where he is accused of st- stroking the patient penis and getting them e- hard enough to place a condom on their penis. Lord have mercy. Like you don't need to stroke the kid off to get his dick. You could have I'm like if that was if that well, was what, your true wish thing. A, fucking com- a, pe- cu- a cucumber. Pe- a pediatric doctor shouldn't even be telling you shit. That's what I was like. It was like I would have beat his mother. If my son would have walked out there with a hard dick, I'd be like, nigga, why your dick hard? Well, the doctor was back there putting a condom on me. I'd have kicked that dough in like motherfucking the police and put a condom around that nigga neck and choked him the fuck out with a condom. <laughs> I would have killed a nigga with a condom that day. <laughs> you would have needed a magnum to get it to stretch out. I don't give a fuck. You ain't need a stroke. And I would have pulled his dick out of his pants, put a condom on it, and then stepped on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't breaking the law if I got some protection in between. <laughs> you dirty, low-down motherfucker. Uh, that is so crazy. That's why you have to talk to your kid. I used to ask... Um, my kids, when I first started dating my husband, I already had two kids. And I just say, if he ever touch you, remember that I love you more than I love anything else on this earth. I would kill that nigga. And I told, I think I told this story before. I asked every day until Ashley went to the ninth grade. And she would find, finally say, if he molests me, I'm going to tell you. Can you please stop asking me? And I was like, way to go. And then come to find out she was sucking pussy on the side. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I should have been trying to protect her from the pussy. But uh, on you, she was the molester. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much for real. So she didn't want the problem was her. It wasn't them. It was her ass. But I wonder where she got the idea <laughs> of what eating pussy. I don't eat no pussy. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Talk about having sex. If you mention it to her every day, it's gonna be in the back of her subliminal. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned it to her. That's probably why she's a freak. Cause she called me last night. She said, "You know I'm really a boy," and I'm like, "Look here, bitch." <laughs> Okay. Well, this is going to be a Patreon okay, episode. Okay, Dwayne Wade. I said, look, this, you're not a boy. She's like, yes, I did. I be digging these bitches down with my fishnet stockings on. I said. <laughs> Do you remember the conversation you and Dion had before we began this podcast? <laughs> oh, my God. Changing the subject frantically. So when we were walking out of Saks Fifth Avenue, the... Uh, uh, the police officer, she yeah. talks to everybody. And the she t- started talking to the police officer. I was like, stop that. No, we don't do... We don't. But he was super nice. And it's it, like, he he goes, uh, she, he goes, why are you wearing that Falcon shirt? She goes, because I'm from Atlanta. He goes, I went to Atlanta once. Uh-huh. Remember what he said about the bar? He said, he, oh, he said he went to Atlanta. 
No, he said he went to the Atlanta Lennox Mall. Where I took oh. you, that's where all the gay men's at. And he said he went to Atlanta to Lennox Mall, and all the men's was all over him, and his wife got so jealous. He was like, hold on, girl, if I get some, we going to split it. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably like 6'3". You could tell he was handsome back in the day. He's older now. Yeah, but they was trying to get him in Atlanta. If you're a man, don't get God in Atlanta. He ain't attractive, baby. <laughs> you know the time we pulled up on that car. You want to go? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to go. So I'm we good. working in Atlanta at a club called the Laughing Skull, and it's right across the street from the gay black bar. And it's just lined up with fine ass gay men. Make a long story short, um, and it's did, all kind of gay. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, all thug kind of gay, gay, flamboyant gay. You would never know they gay. Just undercover gay, just all super, kinds. super gay, Spider-Man gay, French fried gay, <laughs> Freddy Cougar gay. <laughs> so, so we go. What is Freddy Cougar gay? <laughs> the, the gays that'll cut your ass up. <laughs> Who pull races out their booty holes and cut your throat. So, uh, <laughs> So we walking back to the club, which is in the gay parking lot, the gay club parking lot. Gay parking lot. <laughs> it was <laughs> that park. night. So, so Dion, Dion was like, oh. I said, what's wrong? He said, the man over there sucking a man dick. I said, just act like you don't see it and get in the car. They do that shit out here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably their first date too, <laughs> right? <laughs> Dion was like, "I can." He said, "Why don't y'all segregate y'all gays? They all over the place in Atlanta." I oh said, "Nigga, they run this motherfucking city." He's like, "Indianapolis, they just in one location. They go, they got their own Waffle House, they got their own grocery store." I said, "No, not here, Dion." Yeah, man. And then the, the window was fogged <laughs> up in the car, and cause me and Dion walked up, the dude never stopped sucking dick. He was going. How close at to it. the car did you get? We were Those parking spots, it. you know how it is in Chicago where the spots are right, really right, small. Right. And we, she always gets an SUV. So we had, like, dude. He was wearing that dick out. Man. And then he was like, look. I was like, well, somebody paid him. Let's not, <laughs> <laughs> let's not fuck up this man's side money, you know. Cash so, is king. Right. Know. He was, and Dion was like, I'm just sick of this shit. But I went in the Bulldogs one night and it was so fucking fun. I ever told y'all that story? No. Oh, so it's a gay club. It's a bulldog. And then when Beyonce uh, dropped that song, all the, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. So at the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl, this is my song. <laughs> I think that's what it was, all the single ladies. So What, no ladies in that motherfucker? <laughs> I wish it were legal to put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah, it <was laughs> a lot of them had a ring on it. So, um. So we go, I'm, I'm at the Vortex, uh, and we sitting at the Vortex eating, and it's a gay club. I said, I want to know what they're over there doing. So I tell somebody, I said, come walk in there with me. <laughs> so I get in there, and he was like, oh, the single lady. And I get to the back of the club, and my brother back there with his shirt over his head, just shaking his fucking titty. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is you doing in here, Tony? He's like, what the fuck is you doing in here? I'm here getting these motherfuckers money. I'm like, what the fuck? Is this the same brother that jerked off for the lady? No, he uh no, the one who jerked off for the lady for the money. No, this is the other brother who's who say he's gay who I think is gay, but he say he's not. So I don't fucking know. He always at the gay clubs. He's always at the gay clubs. Right. He stay at the fucking gay clubs. He's a gay man for their money. Yeah. If you he he's a fine dude. My brother got a really nice fucking body. He just crazy as fuck. Like if you give him your phone number, he will literally call you sixty times a day and say the same thing, what you doing? So I blocked that motherfucker <laughs> on everything. I don't take no family phone calls. 
And my phone me say, I, when my family call, he say, I don't fuck with you. That's <laughs> their name. No, no, that's their names. I don't fuck with you. Because, I mean, literally, like, my oldest brother called. He's literally, like, talking about shit. I love him to death. What you doing, sis? I love you. I'm thinking about you. I had a stroke. He always having fucking strokes. <laughs> I'm like, Bo, you have all these fucking strokes and you still alive. Right. He done had, like, at least nine strokes this year. Which y'all, I'm telling you, he's telling a fucking lie. You know, Say different strokes for different folks. <laughs> no, right. It's, like it's not even part shit. My brother tells such... Like big lies, he don't tell small lies. So one time he called and he said, "No lie, you can ask my husband." He said, "I'm about to be electrocuted," and so <laughs> my aunt called and she was crying. <laughs> Wait, what? By who? By the government. So of course, I said, Dion, Death so, Row. He was on Death Row. Duh. Like two weeks. <laughs> like two weeks. So I can call my aunt right now. I'm gonna call my fucking aunt after I tell this story. All right. So my brother called and he said, "Well, his wife called and she said, well, Bo about to be let the cute.' I'm like, what the fuck, Bo about to be let the cute for? So she said, Bo about to be let the cute for shooting a security guard in a in a parking lot.' I said, but. He just got to jail. They don't kill a motherfucker that, that quick. And so my aunt cried, oh, they about to kill, boy. I said, auntie, calm the fuck down. They don't kill you to 20 years later. He just went, then I knew, this is why I knew he was lying. He said, so, <laughs> y'all think I'm lying. He said, before no, I die, no, we I just need think y'all. It's insane. He yeah. said, before I die, I need y'all to put some money on my books. So I said, <laughs> just ask for some money. Don't call and tell him, a nigga. I'm about to call my aunt. And she going to tell you my brother told us he was about to be like put money on your books if they about to kill you nigga that's a waste of money <laughs> yeah, I, I, i'm about to be electrocuted and i was like well duh of course he's a crazy conspiracy theorist and then they, thankfully you tipped in the death penalty well he said he was i'm about i'm asking my he literally said that he was about to be electrocuted <laughs> i'm not lying let me see she answer why'd he shoot the security guard he never shot the security guard. <laughs> yeah, that was fake. <laughs> he was in jail for going down the, the, the grease traps in restaurants stealing. <laughs> 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 she didn't answer. So he got locked he up. He got deep fried and then electrocuted him. <laughs> so what happened was he would, <laughs> he would go to the Chinese restaurant and tell them he's going to clean their grease traps, but he would unhook it so he can fall down through that and steal their shit while the store was closed. Oh my God. So he got caught going down through a grease trap. Has he never, like, people take the money to the bank at the end of the night. Did he not know that? I don't, I don't know if he's in there cooking up some shrimp fried rice. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> he's in there doing. But that's why he got locked up, for breaking in people's stoves through the roof. This is my aunt. This is my aunt. Get the thing. Aunt Gloria, I'm doing my podcast. At, will you, do you remember when Bo called us and told us he was going to be electrocuted? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. You remember? Mm, mm, mm. He crazy. <laughs> and he had us all upset saying he was finna die and we getting upset. Mm, if I would have seen him, he would have died. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then he asked us, he said, well, y'all put some money on my book before I die. And I was like, Auntie, this nigga's lying. He's not about to be late. I know. It was and not. He said it with a straight face. Yeah, That's but... why I trust me in the day. Yeah. But the thing is, when you get electrocuted, they have you on the news so people can protest for your life. And I said, but where your protesters at? He's like, what the fuck is that? I was like, nigga, you ain't about to die. So come. And that's why. 
But Pat, I said, well, damn, they put him in jail and executed him two months later. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. <laughs> I told y'all, y'all be thinking I'm lying about these stories. But he literally told us. But he had only been in jail like two months. And, I'm, and I, t- I said, everybody, they about to kill him. They about to kill him. I said, y'all, it takes 20 years to kill a nigga. Yeah. He just got there. <laughs> But then his wife lied to us. I said, well, what are you in jail for? He shot a security guard in self-defense. I'm like, what the fuck? He ain't even been in jail long enough to go to trial. And then come to find out, he was going through them Chinese restaurant through the grease trap. Christ. That's your family is just, this podcast is fantastic because of the endless gold mine that is your family. I just remember that. I told him, people think I'd be lying out. And that aunt was like, oh my God, they're going to kill my nephew. I'm like, auntie, shut the fuck up. Like these schemes are so crazy yeah. for such minimal amount of money. Like this $20. It's have you, like you're not going to get. Have you ever smelled a grease trap? Do you know how awful that smells? He used to have a business where he cleaned them. Uh, yeah. But he would go up there, unhook them, and leave a hole in the roof so he can go back through the roof. And he would, I don't Fucking know. Fucking wontons. Like. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he was getting, but he was, he was literally uh, cleaning grease traps. That's what he used to do for his side job. And he would get uh, something up that he could unhook, I guess, and go through the roof. I don't fucking know, but that's what happened. He broke into a fucking Chinese restaurant and they locked his ass up and he was already on probation. I'm I'm doing a podcast. Please get out. Um I was um he went in the the to say what really happened. It was all about us putting some money on his book. He wanted some attention. Easy. But he would call you all the time like that. He I mean literally this brother has been on death row five times. <laughs> He's never been on death row then. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get off. <laughs> but literally, he has called us and tell us he's about to be electrocuted. Like, he shot a police officer. I'm like, Bo, you didn't shoot a police officer. It will be national news. His wife, who can't talk. You remember, one of y'all was in the car, he watched, <laughs> Frankenstein? That's how she talked. <laughs> she got electrocuted by Dr. Frankenstein. No. <laughs> So I'm gonna call. What does that phrase mean? (laughs) Money on books. (laughs) 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 Electrocuted. So I don't. I can't understand shit this lady say, y'all. And when she, I'm I'm about to call my brother. I literally cannot understand shit she say. Who in the kitchen? Get out of the kitchen, please, and go back to the room. <laughs> the one of the kids ducked down to be hidden by the countertop so she couldn't be identified. <laughs> so be quiet. So, so, because he called me earlier. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, let me tell your wife. He don't listen to podcasts. Thank God he don't listen to podcasts. Now he know he ain't doing shit. Answer the fucking phone. Then he know he watching Wheel of Fortune. Maybe he's out getting on death row again. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it was a weird... Joke's on you. One day he's going to end up being killed and you'll see him on the news and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, nah, because, I mean, he, now... So my brother, my family go through phases of lies. So they'll find a lie and they just stick to it and they'll take it to the stream. So he no longer on death row. Next thing is every other month, yeah, I'm in a hospital, I had a stroke. I'm like, Bo, you... And then my mouth turned all the way to the side and when you go see it, he had like... He, <laughs> He got cutting grass for people. He is literally fucking crazy. 
He, my family tell the most unnecessary lies. Like he literally just called me and he was in the hospital, but it was for high blood pressure. Cause, uh, I called and checked on him and it was for high blood pressure. Right. Well, he told me he had a massive stroke. Okay. And it's a massive. It's, so right now his things is he, he keep having strokes and I'm not picking at him, but I'm telling y'all, he has not had this many motherfucking strokes. Has he ever had a real stroke for real? I don't know. He don't look like he ever had shit. But uh, but high blood pressure. He, every time he go back in hospital, I had a stroke. Uh, and then he, one time his house got caught on fire. Now, mind you, his wife was married to a really big military person. And so he left us straight. His, his, his wife. My house got caught on fire. I said, okay, what you want me to do? Well, uh, could you help us out? Bo, your wife, that house is, that, little sh- that shit y'all living in was fully insured. I don't have to do anything. They put y'all up in a homestay. You straight. Well, well, I'm not in the comfort of my home. Well, what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> Pay your motel rent? So, I mean, he li- they built the house from the ground up. It's fucking beautiful. And he asking me for shit. It's just you and your fucking wife. Y'all don't need nothing. They paid these shit out of you guys. So, I mean, it's just always, it's always a new lie. So, you just, I know how to just get through the new lies. I don't fuck with them. I just say, hey, dude, I, I don't, you, you, call me when you have a real stroke. Well, he will. <laughs> It'll be, uh. Wait, wait, so, what's his relation to you? Is it? He's my oldest brother. Oldest he's my oldest brother. brother. He's okay. a biracial brother. How much older? Uh, he's the same age as my first kid's father, nine, ten years. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's my mama's first baby. He's, um. They say he was uh, a white man, baby. He was an insurance man, baby. The insurance man? Back in the day, the insurance man would come to your house and sell you life insurance. And they came by, ate with you, eat food with you, and they would get your collection. I told y'all this story before. I don't, it doesn't ring a bell. How the insurance man would come by and sell you policy. And then it was one white man that used to come to the ghetto and sold everybody fake policy. Then niggas started dying from being old. It was Gulf Life. Gulf Life or Gulf Coast before they changed the name and he sold everybody's fake policy okay. in the hood and he would come through and collect eight $40 every month and come to find out the shit wasn't even real. Oh God. Can so, you imagine being that level of a monster? Yeah. Because this nigga would come and eat all salmon crow cakes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> come and eat. Salmon crow cakes. That's why you mad. He was eating your salmon crow cakes. Yeah, not, not stealing, stealing your fucking to... money. <laughs> God, I was a kid. I had no goddamn money. And he's coming out. Who this show is some good old food, Miss William. This is some good old salmon crow cake. Old dirty motherfucker. The old lady on the street. People started dying, and we called in on possible. They were like, "We don't know y'all niggas." Oh, yeah. He was selling those. And he was fucking stuff. your mom. Uh, no, what the fuck? I thought he's Bo's dad. I thought that's where the story was going. Oh, I, I don't know if that one was Bo's dad, but they say the insurance. I don't. It was some white man, but the rumor was the insurance man with my mom was Bo's dad. Okay. Yeah, but the insurance man was always white, and he came to the hood. That was back when they knock on your door, and they would come out every month to collect the money. <laughs> and but this guy, one guy we had. So what happens if you didn't have the money? Did they just go away? Well, you know, he make arrangement and come back a couple of days later. But you know, he he knew how the black community got their money, and if they was on social security, welfare. So you know, the first to the third or the first to the fifth, that's when you need to come through and get your money before these niggas start to party. Wasn't nobody checking to make sure this shit was legit. I was just giving I, this random white dude who showed up one day, I eat your food, and here's forty dollars. Yeah, my impression from your stories is that people had so few interactions with people who like were official or 
legit or like yeah. that you just believed that this uh, this get, person had authority and so you just did what they say it's almost right like right is right yeah i mean you 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 mean you know he you co- come to the hood you think if he got enough guts to come to the hood he's trustworthy right so i mean you gotta imagine because my mama was couldn't read at all so she didn't know her policy wasn't real she didn't find, we didn't find out, people didn't find out their policy wasn't real until people started dying on our street. And they were like, hey, Gulf Flight was like, we don't know you niggas. And then they were like, wait a minute, this, we all got the same insurance man. So was he a legit insurance man? Or I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I was a kid. I just remember this happened. That's old, fucking crazy. And uh, he would come by. I don't, I don't even know it was $40, but it probably was $20. It was pretty cheap. But my mama paid her life insurance for her and all her kids out of her welfare check. And he sold it to everybody in our community down there. That is honestly the craziest story you've ever told on this podcast. Like, that to me is the most mind-blowing, that somebody could just take advantage of people to that level, be in their home, see the level of poverty. And eat all salmon croquet, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know we God. have no salmon croquet for that white man. I'm like, what the fuck you eating all salmon croquet for, motherfucker? What, what happened to this dude the first time he came back and everybody had realized he was ripping them off? Well, when the lady died, I remember when the lady died and everybody was on the phone talking about and he was like, I'm gonna I'm look into that. And he just disappeared. Mm. Of course. He, he just didn't have a choice because he yeah. was. Yeah. They but that's what they, they did. killed him, Hattie. That's what they did to uneducated poor. I, I don't yeah. think you just had to be black. I just think you had to be uneducated, stupid, and poor. Right. And where do you pray on? You pray on the stupid and the yeah. poor, and especially the black and the poor. The people that don't have the means to check any of that shit. Like, if you said well, you didn't check on it, like, how would her mom know how to check on it? It's just like, this guy seems like a government official. I got to give him money every, you know. Well, yeah, if she couldn't read, there was no getting out of it. Right. So. Yeah, but you had, a, and then you had the old man next door. He said, I told you that nigga wasn't real. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I hate but, people who take advantage of other people. It's like the thing that manipulators, hypocrites, liars, that's the thing that just triggers me. It's the worst. Yeah, but that's the thing that happens. So shit happens. I mean, did your mom ever do the publisher's clearinghouse? Did she ever get into that? Oh, my God. She waited on that white man to show up every My parents used to do that shit. And I used to think, this motherfucker sends the same goddamn mail every week talking about, here's your chance. Like, nigga, it's a bunch of. Fucking coupons, a goddamn Ponzi scheme is what it is. My great grandmother, towards the end, sent so much money to at, at like even uh, Home Shopping Network and the yeah, televangelists. Those motherfuckers, you know, it's like televangelists are just even even worse. those dudes who send home the fucking the holy water. Yeah. Oh, I hate those motherfuckers. Oh, so Seven Hundred Club. Those. So I when I first started dating Gary, and I'm really liking Gary, right? And so, you know, how when you first get in a relationship, and Gary would come from a Christian family, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to turn it from this hood rat to this Christian. And so I called his prayer line, and they said, I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you. <laughs> and so I said, okay. She said, are you married at the time I wasn't married? Because we had just started dating. And she said, well, first of all, you got to get him out of your house until you can ha- have sex until you marry. And I said, bitch, you lost your mind. You know what the last nigga did to me? <laughs> I mean, I said, bitch, do you have a nigga in your life? You know how hard it is to find a nigga that don't put you in your motherfucking face? <laughs> Not hard. <laughs> she wants to about wait to say for what, bitch? I want to fuck now. <laughs> 
She pissed me the fuck off. She bitch, don't pray for me no more. You don't know what the fuck you talk about. You don't know God, bitch. I got a good man now. Did you curse her out? Yeah, cuss that bitch out just like that. She goes, I need you in Jesus' name to get him out of the house. It's unholy. I said, bitch, you don't lost your motherfucking mind. I said, do you know I got two kids and this nigga over here being stepdad? Bitch, do you know how hard it is for a motherfucking man? I started telling her all my motherfucking business. I said, I ain't giving up my dick for God. <laughs> I said, what I will do, bitch, we can pray, but that nigga ain't going nowhere. That motherfucker got good credit. He can read. Bitch, you lost your motherfucking mind. I ain't fucked that shit. I said, God don't want me to listen to you, ho. <laughs> I said, let me lead, lead this pride. prayer. Did <laughs> you lead the prayer? <laughs> bitch, you bow your head and tell me your goddamn problems. <laughs> I said, bitch, bye. <laughs> That's what I said. I hung that goddamn phone up and I ain't never called another prayer line. Them some bitches crazy. They want you to hold on to some fuck somebody. I ain't finna be doing all that. I mean, he's a good man. I mean, I had already fucked him anyway. I was like, man, I already fucked him. Put him out. Bitch, department his name. You trying to get me and my kid thrown on the motherfucking street. God don't want us homely, bitch. All the evidence is pointing to the opposite of your advice. <laughs> Stop talking to me, lady. <laughs> she was awesome. Get him out now till y'all say I do. I said, ma'am, the apartment is in his name. This bitch crying. I just storage it part of my head. Like, bitch, apartment in his name. I said, ma'am, we ain't got nowhere to go. If we this nigga take the apartment back, I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell this bitch. I've been listening to get up and get out and get some. I'm trying to change my life. And you want me to put the only motherfucker with good credit out the house? <laughs> bitch. I don't know your God, but your God ain't my motherfucking God. <laughs> I wonder what the conversation was like after they hung up. <laughs> she was studying, throwing out Bible scripture. I said, I don't want to hear that shit. I ain't getting rid of my man, bitch. I ain't getting rid of my Why did you call in the first place? <laughs> I had never called a prayer line before. And so they was like, you know how they be praying for you and shit, and you want your relationship to go good, and you want somebody to bless you and stuff. Then the bitch out there to ask me for a donation. Bitch, you just asked me to throw the nigga out the house with the money. <laughs> She's in literal tears. I have never seen. <laughs> She's like crying. <laughs> I'm crying I now. Mean, it was the stupidest prayer ever. So I'm like... Bitch, you telling me to throw the nigga out with the money, but you gonna ask me did to I donate. To, to donate? I ain't got shit if I get rid of this nigga. I'm like, I said, man, I don't know what who you fucking with. Call the devil prayer line. God, <laughs> hey, hey, I don't believe this shit. I don't believe God want me. God told me to go to that club to meet that nigga that night at that comedy club. Now you gonna tell me what God? Nah, bitch. I said, nah. That was a hood rat back then. So I'm on the prayer line talking just like that. <laughs> Bitch, you crazy than a motherfucker. I don't know who you in there praying for, but you need your ass with your crazy motherfucker. I said, do you got a man? Did you did you wait before he fucked you before you said I do? I said, not to. I said, that's why you stuck with a little dick and you here praying for people because you ain't got your shit together. I hung up on that hoe. She white or black? She was white. Get your dick up. I ain't getting my motherfucking dick up, bitch. This is the first dick I ever had without going real. I ain't doing that shit. (laughs) I'm not giving up no clean dick. I bet that woman is still praying for you. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah, I called a prayer. That's the only time I ever, because my sister used to call the prayer line all the time. And my daddy. But but, but this was was way after I moved. What was their angle? 
because <laughs> um, but my sister used to call a prayer line all the time, you know, just talking shit to them people. So I'm sitting there one night. <laughs> <laughs> what up, bitch? <laughs> Hang up the phone. Hey, white devil. Wait for these nuts, nigga. They pray called the prayer line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me speak uh, to Jesus, ho. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I used to, I ain't never caught, cause I thought that bitch don't know she's talking about. She trying to make me get rid of a good man who trying to be a good stepdad, apartment, and hit night. I said, man, he got a good credit score. You sure you want me to put him? Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Till you say, I said, child, I, said, I already fucked him, ma'am. Are we, are we be fucking? And she was like, you shouldn't have sex until you, you know, holy matrimony. I was like, girl, bye, girl, bye. I ain't hearing that shit. I was not. I was bucking like a motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Nigga, I was bucking on that prayer line. I was not giving up my good dick decoree. No. <laughs> but his department was in his name. She going to tell me to bleed. Yeah. Where the fuck me and he cheering going to go? Well, you need to separate until y'all get married. I said, look here, bitch. We gonna get married. Just give us a chance. We, we got married that year, but I'm like, go on, bitch, with that bullshit. It's just a, like if somebody calls a prayer line, they're probably in some sort of trouble or like have some sort of need, and you focus on that thing to like just bludgeon them. Like, here's how you need to change. Like, uh, nothing inspires prayer like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, they just like, get him out and don't have no more sex. I'm like, what? It was late at night. We that <laughs> <night>. <laughs> I'm on a prayer line talking all kind of shit. <laughs> she called the prayer line while she getting dick. <laughs> I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> yes. yes. In the name of Lord, bless the bitch Jesus. Bless a bitch Jesus. In Jesus' name, good dick, good dick, holy dick. Let it rain, Lord. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. Don't ever let this dick go soft. I was like, this bitch, I had to cuss that woman out because she was very aggressive. She was like a Jehovah Witness only on the phone. You know, you're going to burn in hell. I was like, well, bitch, I had me. gone to real, so I've already been to hell. <laughs> So I I was not I was uh, not hearing that shit at all, bitch. That's too funny. You ever called a prayer line, Chris? No. Mm-mm. We should call a prayer line together. That would be fucking hilarious. It has to be the most Pentecostal apostolic one though that we can find. What? I'll see if I can find because those people are always the wackiest. Like, oh yeah, we need to find like a televangelist. Just prayer sell line. them some bullshit. Yeah. The Seven Hundred Club. Them motherfuckers. No, I mean like worse, like. Rod Parsley or Benny Hinn or one of those, Jim Baker. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna call the prayer line and let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. Yeah, and LA, I, I can't believe I I remember that. L.A. tried to get rid of my man. I said, "Bitch, you have lost your monkey ass mind." Hey, I'm going to hell. You gonna burn in there? I said, "Well, hey, is it hotter than gonna real? Because I've had gonna real from the Rudy to the Tootie." <laughs> <laughs> From the Rudy to the Tootie. Yeah. Man. <laughs> well, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> Rudy to the Tootie. I, I, it was the craziest shit I ever heard in my life. That's what really turns me off about church. I, I can't do it. You can, I don't think God wants you to wait to have sex. I, they gave the dick to <laughs> you me. You were just saying earlier that you don't suck dick on the first day. <laughs> I mean, to be married. You can date. 
But I'm not saying just go in and suck dick, but you should be able to date and, you know, have sex. You ain't got to just go straight and wait two years and fucking get married. That's why they say it's special. It's because you're supposed to wait. Right. Yeah. If you wait six months, bitch, you special. If you wait 90 why, days. Why would you, you wait six months? It's the same pussy the entire time. I don't like if you're going to do it, do it. Find out if you like it or not. Like, I mean, it's whatever your waiting limit is. Mine would be 90 days. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that weight limit. <laughs> <laughs> whatever your weight limit is. Weight. W-A-I-T. Okay. <laughs> limit. Mine was 90 days back in the day. You waited three months to make sure the nigga don't, I don't fall out. And then you go ahead on if you want to give him some pussy, you get him some pussy. But. I was not giving up my man for no prayer line. And see, I knew the bitch would lie. It been 28 years, man. That man still going together. Now, what if I had a th- get, moved out of that apartment and let something else get old bitch, get that good man who could read with a job? No, I don't be listening to that shit. I don't, I don't, let me tell you something. I read Revelation in the Bible, and it scared me so motherfucking bad. I said, well, I'm just going to wait till this shit happen. I'm out this motherfucker. What? <laughs> <laughs> Revelation. Yeah. The back of the Bible. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. The back of the Bible. It, it wasn't the revelations part that I was confused about. It was, I'm just going to go on and get up out of here. That's where I went. <laughs> yeah. There, you know, that that's the ending of the world, right? The revelation. Yeah. What, with the sun going to fall down on the ground. Right. And like seven horsemen. Yeah, the seven They're horsemen. not going to be riding horses because there's cars now. This fucking Bible does not translate at all. It's fucking stupid. Like all those stories... Don't include technology whatsoever. Like, why would he come back on horses now? This doesn't fucking well, make any sense. If seven horses can come. Why? You know how long that would take? Excuse me. The WWF had seven horsemen. Four horsemen. <laughs> and that was WCW. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. 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 I mean, but it, it, you don't know what God got up there in his state, but he might got a nigga with seven horses, seven heads together. Yeah, you I don't mean, know. You don't I'm, know. I, I guarantee you it's not. You, you don't believe God is real. I, I don't believe those stories in the Bible are real. Do you believe the stories in the Bible are real? I do. Like, I don't, I don't, I have no idea about Revelation, though. You don't read Revelation? I haven't gotten to it. How? What? You just, That's you just a good read the part Bible of the Bible. All the way like, through? Revelation to me is so confusing. Like, I've read it, but it didn't really, I don't know what it means. It means the world going in. I get all that. Mark of the Beast and the Rapture right. and all that the six, dumb six, stuff. 666 on your head and on right. your dick and on your stamps. Right. You won't be able to eat without the six, and that's the Mark of the Beast. If you take like, the Mark of the Beast, you can't get You know get the Left heaven. Behind books? I read all those. You, you remember those books? They used to scare the shit out of me. Yeah. When you just going to come and, and you're going to disappear and the Rapture going to get you. And I, I used to say, Rapture? A nigga going to be out there on water with a little thing in his hand? That's what I was thinking. I remember watching this. We went vacation Bible school, and they had this movie called uh, A Razor's Edge. Mm -hmm. And it was about this guy who, uh, he was a drug dealer, and somebody had stole his drugs, so he beat himself up to make it look like, or actually his kid threw his drugs away. And so he's like, oh, I got to fix this. So he beat himself up to make it look like he got robbed, and they fucking ended up beating him up anyway. Right. And then everybody died, and the rapture came, and he was the only one left, and he was just walking the earth, and that shit scared the fuck out of me. Right. Like, I'm never doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that was the purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's one of the, like, I I have no, like, I'm not the type of Christian that's like, I'm, 
I'm not a I'm not into theology necessarily. Like I'm more into the practical aspect of like treating you with respect and love and caring well, for you. I'm a Christian, you know, more than understanding the end times. Hell, like fire and brimstone. I went through that phase like early as a Christian because you're like you get into the apocalyptic part of it, but. I just don't. I don't. None of that interests me at but this point. You black churches are kind it, of. It's fun. hard like, enough being nice to people. When the old black person in church, and you know they're gonna be dead in two weeks, and then they be in there with a hymn. <laughs> churches are you going to? <laughs> the tongues. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know I'm black folk. They be like, I can't think. The old black hymns and shit. You know the old black hymns. That they be singing. Sing it one more time. I want to see. Fuck you, Dion. <laughs> the old, I'm going to let you hear one. And you know the ones that used to scare the shit out you? Please Google old black hymns. <laughs> uh, Google old black hymns. And I'm going to tell you. They be like, what, how uh, am I going to know? Old black Bo's hymns. calling. Bo's calling. Okay. His wife. Hey, you call me? How you doing? I'm trying to make it. Well, how your wife doing? Where your wife at? I'm not here to do anybody. Jackson's on the phone. Hey, how are you? How are you on the show? On the road. Huh? How you doing with this show on the road? <laughs> oh, okay. You on the road? Are you on the road? Oh, no, I ain't on the road. I'm at home. Oh, good. Take a break. Y'all getting snow yet? Yeah, we got snow. Oh, wow. It's coming this way tonight. Well, y'all be good. I was just calling to check on both. He done? Is his stroke over? He's starting to walk better. He's doing a lot of BT every day. Okay, well, y'all come. Working on his hands at BT, too. Okay, well, y'all call me back. I'm, I'm headed out. Oh, okay. All right. Stay safe out there. Look, you know, I hate you so much. We're putting this in the Patreon. I want, this whole episode's going in the Patreon. Uh, you know how she talk? Uh, she talk like she shit. She talk like an old more almost out again. I'm Don't she talk like a shake weight? <laughs> <laughs> Don't I she? don't know where are like you. Like she thought ghost. Are, are you on? like 50 some years old. Are you on the road? <laughs> <laughs> like a spooky ass haunted house. <laughs> Ooh. All right, we got to wrap it up. We love you guys. I don't know where Chris going to put it at. What's but your sister-in-law you talking about? I don't, they don't listen to this shit. God damn, we did. 